I'm Dawn. And I'm Tracy. And we are Real Women. Good afternoon, Tracy Carlin Ward. I'm not sure if it's good, bad, or otherwise today. <laughs> um, actually, what we should. Do you know what? Me neither. Why don't we just talk about having a discombobulated day? Yeah. Because we'll do the other, other topic me, on the next one. Other than me swearing horrifically as to where my energy and tension level is right now, that's probably the politest way to put it. Yeah. So, interestingly, you and I spoke yesterday and I'd, I'd booked what we were going to do in 8am this morning. I did start work at 8am and I've done absolutely nothing that was on my list. And, you know, when you just have a day, well, even this, like we've delayed this an hour and a half because because we we couldn't. And, uh, you know, when someone's saying this to me, you're stressed. I'm like, no, no, I'm not stressed. I'm just busy today. (laughs) Is it stressed? I can't breathe. Okay, what is stress? I'm holding my breath. I can feel the blood pressure pumping through my cheeks. Is my face a bit purple? So maybe blood pressure's high a little bit. I'm swearing more than normal, so I'm going to really pay attention to my language and perhaps not swear like I want to right now. What I really want to do is talk at treble the speed to get the fuck out of here so I can crack on with my day. And then I've got my baby granddaughter tonight. Is that stress? Yes, that's fucking stress. Yes. And but what's so funny though is you're talking about talking at speed, which makes no difference when you're on a time-based job, in the sense that, you know, we normally take, you know, we'll do these for 20, 30 minutes, sometimes a 10 minute. But either way, you talking faster isn't going to get the 20 minutes that's that needs to be done on this out the way. And no, we'll Zoom's, away, and Zoom's now stressing me because they put these new things. If you wave your arm about, it starts putting icons on the Zoom. So for those that are listening, we also record this for video. Zoom's stressing me out with, you know, you've only got to move your hands three centimetres and it'll start putting celebrations. Okay, to... do it. If you do this, it'll eventually put balloons up if you wave your arms up and down. All I was doing was moving my hand and suddenly a thumbs up came on the screen. But anyway, I digress. But Zoom... Please realise you stress people out when they can't work out how to do it and they can't work out why the frigate's on the screen and they don't know what the heck they're doing. But going back to what we're on about, you know, you could be like Eckhart Tolle, great author, by the way, The Power of Now, but he talks very, very slowly. So I mean, whether he... Crazy, I want to tell you to fuck off. I know, I know, right? I always play that at twice the speed. I'll tell you. And Sorry, then, no, really I know. Busy. Not tell you. I wanted to say that, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but then you get somebody talking at their normal speed, yeah? So, like, we are like this now. And then you get somebody talking really fastly because they think they're really busy and they want to get, well, if I talk really fastly, it'll all be over quickly. No, because you've allocated 10 minutes. So 10 minutes is 10 minutes, whether you spend slow talking doing 10 minutes. or So talking faster ain't going to solve your frigging problem, Dawn. No, okay. <laughs> Fair. I think, though, what what is um, what is important to probably talk about occasionally is 
anybody watching this on YouTube will see two reasonably normal women who look reasonably composed. And we are. Uh, however, um, I think that with social media especially, we're, 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 I, feel, uh, uh, I feel quite sad for younger people, actually. They, you only get exposed to... You only get exposed to people's best side, and then the Pratt. Uh, do you know what happened recently? You know Nikki, don't you, Nikki Pratt? Yeah. Nikki Pratt has just given birth. She's got a toddler, and uh, her baby Ara. I think she's called her Arabella. I think she's maybe two weeks old now, and she put this post up last week on Facebook, and her day had been horrific, <laughs> like just this list of a horror story, toddler, newborn baby, uh, running your own business day. But I was really proud of her for doing that because she's beautiful and she's young and it would be very easy to, um, it would be very easy to take images and to say words that made it look like everything was great. What was really interesting is, um, there was an she she's connected to an awful lot of people who are who are a lot older and it's facebook as well right not instagram so obviously that tends to be an old you know an older demographic so like 40 of us had all got those of us who've had children and then they've grown up how nikki had described her day we were able to go normal that's about normal. as get your shit together as it gets especially when you've just given birth um but why i was really pleased I was really proud that she'd been honest about it. So, so that, you know, if there are other young, I, I, you know, she's got a great support network. She's really confident and, 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 you know, she's, she's doing a good job, but there'll be lots of other younger moms who haven't had that exposure to our day when we didn't have a measure where we knew it was insane for some time when we'd first given birth especially if we worked and and we didn't have that um that pressure of perfection um and i was really proud that she'd put that post up so that because it was true and you know what was quite funny actually was some of the stories then that that people were going oh i remember that when when i had i, I had a day and this happened and i had a day when that happened because because life is chaotic sometimes and it is important whilst it's important to be aware of your emotions and be able to manage them this expectation of it all going perfectly it, it just doesn't just today tracy just today my whole day has gone to shit i've had a really productive day don't get me wrong but my whole day has gone to shit I've got my granddaughter who is four months old coming over in a bit and I've promised to look after her. I'll see to her, get her to sleep and then I'll have to finish my work. Yeah. Um, and then when people, I, I know both you and I get it, you know, people will look at people like us and go, oh, you just breeze through. No, we don't. No, we don't. Through. We sweat, we swear, we... Um, we get it wrong, we fuck it up, 
we don't do things that we're supposed to because it just doesn't, you know, sometimes the time management isn't managed as well as we wanted to. And I think it's fundamentally wrong to pretend that that isn't real life. And and I think it's it's time that more people were just bloody honest and not look at it as a... I haven't had a failure today today. No. Actually, I've had a really busy day but it certainly hasn't gone anywhere near like I thought it would, um, which then irritates me. (laughs) (laughs) But then equally, like we'd slotted this in this afternoon. We were supposed to, we delayed it a couple of hours because because we'd both had bad days. Um, It's very easy then to say, oh, we won't do that commitment because our day hasn't gone how it's supposed to do. Actually, no. Uh, the opposite happens. I know because I've had a discombobulated day, the best thing to do in that situation is to take a step back and stop. Yeah. Sometimes... It's counterproductive, but, you know... It sounds counterproductive when when you're busy and everything's going on. Sometimes it's like, stop, walk away for five minutes and breathe. That is more productive than sweating through it. But it's quite interesting, you know, because, I mean, I've done loads of stuff today all little bits that have been piling up that I needed to sort out and I had a bigger job that I was getting finished because some of the background stuff wasn't done and I couldn't do my bit till that was done but do you know what I think I think expectations have changed in today's world so if you look back to say when our parents had us as children um and I'm not saying this is right or wrong there are things that modern life I believe has brought for the better and things that maybe are for the worse. But our parents, our, our mums brought us up. They probably weren't working. Mine certainly wasn't. Dad went to work, mum didn't. So they, yes, bringing up a child and having a newborn baby still brought chaos to your day because you didn't know what to expect when. But you knew there were certain roles as as a mother or a father bringing up a young baby but they didn't have a mobile phone attached to their hip. They didn't have a computer with Facebook and Zoom and all that sort of stuff going on. If somebody wanted to call them, they couldn't unless they'd got a phone in the house. Which, by the way, not everybody had. Not everybody had. We didn't. We At one stage, we were lucky. We We got what was known as a party line. That was fun. But then you go back to like my age and I had I had my son quite late. I was 32 when I had my son. I, you were a bit earlier, weren't you, Dawn? But with my first with my first, first two, two, I was 18 and 19. With my second two, I was 32 and 33, I think. Yeah. So or by both of those rather. points, by both of those points, we were both probably working or we'd got businesses, right? But if you look back to when you were 18, I suspect you probably didn't have a mobile phone and Zoom certainly wasn't around and And Facebook wasn't around. No, none none of that. And and after I had both Sam and uh, uh, my my first two, um, I went to stop at my mum's for about two weeks afterwards. And mum helped, yeah. So then you look back. Yeah, but with Marshall, so my third, I was back at work because we had our own business at that point. The next, in fact, I gave birth on the Friday 
husband picks me up on the Saturday. I wanted to get out of hospital. That was fine. Yeah. We swung by his mum's to show mum new baby. And then we swung by work on before we got home. And that was the Saturday. And I went into the office on the Monday and took baby with me. Yeah. Now, I was, I'd was i got three months off. I was due to have about nine months off, but that's a whole other story. Um, but you were working at this. You were, I was you were working when I had when I had my son. I was employed. I'd got maternity leave, but when I had my son, yes, there was mobile phones, so I was getting phone calls. But Facebook, can't remember exactly when Facebook started, but I don't think it was there when Ollie Ollie was born. It was probably when he was a uh, about a year old. Um, but effectively, even if the social media was around, it was all in its infancy. Zoom didn't exist. We were just getting Skype. I mean, you're lucky if you got an AOL email and that was bloody slow. So everything in the world that we now use in our daily life was far further behind, even 25 years ago, which is how old my son is. However, where I come from with expectation is not the expectation of the person that's busy, discombobulated, not getting what they expected done, which is where my day's gone today. I've done loads of stuff, but I haven't got as much done as I expected. Where the expectation comes is in modern life, when people ring you, they expect you to answer. But that means you're breaking your focus to answer that phone call. And I did it to you. I phoned up because in order to carry on something we were doing, we needed something from you. So the expectation was, if you're there, you'll answer. If you're not, I'll send you a message. But for many people, they in this modern life, they expect you to respond to the social media. They expect you to respond to the phone call. And what's even worse, I missed a message the other day because we've got messages coming through our phone. We've got messages coming through WhatsApp. We've got messages coming through Messenger on Facebook. We've got messages coming through Instagram. We've got messages coming through whatever else. Email. Email. So suddenly the number of communication channels has skyrocketed. And now the recipient is having to bounce from one to the other with 60,000 notifications a second. Not quite. I exaggerate a bit, just a bit. And to me, it's that expectation that it's okay. I'll message you from whatever platform I want because you'll answer on it. I actually am thinking of going and I've started doing it like, you know, even at the weekend years ago, when the weekend was there, unless you were in a business where it was open at the weekend, like a shop, nobody really expected you to, to have a call on Zoom or pick up the phone at the weekend unless it was family. Now you get clients that want to see if you can book in a call on a Sunday or a Saturday or this day or can you do nine o'clock at night or can I do seven o'clock in the morning? It's almost like the world has gone this space that you're expected to be there 24 seven and you're expected to respond instantly no matter which platform they actually feed you on and that that to me I think is creating the world's discombobulation well apart from the fact that there was never perfection in the first place it was never there I'm perfect except when I'm not that's how my world rocks yeah but there's an but, expectation but that there's your expectation now with with the as you've described you know, the increase and the expectation, you know, the, the 
the consumer change for instant everything's instantly gratification instant, yeah driven um and on top of that the pressure for that because you see all these posts of people you know living this glorious you know this glorious life and that doesn't mean to say that it's not glorious sometimes but everybody has a bad day everybody has a bad day at least and everybody has them I'm it's not, okay it's okay and I wouldn't say I mean we we label them bad days labeling them I think makes them even worse but we have you know life I think this is lyrics to a song but life is a roller coaster but yeah. that roller coaster has got faster with more flipping corkscrews and upside down journeys than it ever has before and I believe a lot of it is the modern world and the fact there are now so many avenues that communication comes down and it's almost like people you know some people feel they've failed if they don't respond quickly yeah. and you know automation's getting there but you can automate your business side but you can't automate some of the other things but I think I've started doing this thing now every Tuesday I work late because I have a group-based meeting with my clients and I do it outside of working hours so what I've started doing now is instead of just working through to half past eight on those days, I'm taking the time off somewhere else, just as if I was in an employed job. If you were employed on PAYE in a job rather than your own business and your boss said, you still got to come in at 7.30 today. Um, well, no, on a job you'd start at nine. But let's, let's say the boss says you need to be in at 7.30 this morning because we've got heaps to get through. And by the way, you need to stay till nine. Now, as long as we were happy in our job, we would probably do that. But we do so because we likely get time off in loose somewhere along the line. Something, something about that job is, yeah. is, is still satisfactory enough for you to be happy with that arrangement. Yeah, but most most employees, if they're going that extra mile, they'll somewhere along the line, a good employer will say, you can take that time off in lieu. If it's that kind yeah. of, you know, if it's just the odd half hour, probably not. But if you're working an extra four or five hours or you're doing a weekend event, there'd be time off in lieu. When you get your own business, you forget that you're both the employee and the employer. So yeah. be a good employer and give your employee yourself the time off in lieu when you've worked the extra hours. So that's sort of the mentality I'm now going for. So when we finish doing this, you know, because I'll often work through, it'll vary when I finish. If I've got something to do and I want to do it before the next day, I'll finish it before six, seven o'clock or I'll get up early the next day and do it. But on a Monday, I've now almost got a carte blanche non-negotiable. Come five o'clock, I'm done. Because okay. on a Tuesday, I'm working till half eight, nine o'clock. And I think we forget we wear multiple roles when we go into our own business. We mm. wear the role of employer, HR and staff liaison. And we wear that hat of being the finance person and the CEO and the salesperson. All employees get remuneration whether it's time off in lieu or the amount of money that justifies the amount they have to put into the job so why can't we do that as business owners yeah I think do you know what Tracy I think you've what I the the golden nugget and it fits quite nicely into my vibe actually as I've gone into 2024 
what I love, and I'm going to write it down, is um, is the is that I am both employer and employee, and I'd not, that's such a simple philosophy. Yeah. I'd not particularly, I, I like that a lot. And I, I, I'm really flexible with my team. They, they, you know, fundamentally, I don't care how hour, how many hours they work. If they get everything done in half the hours that they're paid for, great. Right. As long as the work's done, I don't, so I'm really flexible. Like one of my team members, is going off to Iceland for four days this week. We don't have, like, it's, uh, and you know what? She'll just, she'll have worked really hard for the last week. To, so it's all done or or managed enough for her to bugger off for four days. Um, and, and that's absolutely fine. I don't care a hoot, but I don't know if I necessarily do that to myself. But where that bolts on really nice, I um, went into... 2024, slightly different this year. I went in at a level pace. I'm paced. And instead of, you know, you go into a new year, usually big and bold and come on, da 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 da, da. I did the absolute opposite of let's, let's really think about this year let's be really measured let's really consider things let's do it slower let's let's find a pace that you like and and you know what tracy it has been brilliant now even still i've had a shit day today so there isn't a a one fit all solution there isn't anything to not give you a day that either goes wrong or you have i mean we we had uh one we had a massive catastrophe two weeks ago that had to be handled you know we've had with normal life right just normal life there is nothing to prevent any of that but what what i've decided to do this year is to control my pace at when things are mental i've got do you know what? <laughs> my next door neighbours, this is going to sound mad. My next door neighbours, they moved in, I don't know, a year and a bit ago. I can't remember, maybe two years, but at least a year and a half ago. And they're Chinese. And if I'm in my kitchen and I'm, you know, cleaning the cooking or whatever, and, and and maybe they're taking their bins out and they they walk out the house together. They're not old. They're my age. They're my, they're, I mean, they're possibly a little bit younger than me. I pitched them in the 40s, actually, so that's where I probably pitched them. And they walk out together with the bins and they place them where they place them. Or if they're sweeping the drive, they kind of come out together and they do. And and I found myself being almost not hypnotised, that's not really attracted to this pace, this measured, consistent... There was no rushing. There was no urgency now we all have things happen in our life that sometimes we have to pivot really quickly but what I'm experiencing it's a new energy for me and I've also been doing some work with Gareth Riddy on subconscious stuff which has been fascinating and it's probably not a coincidence that doing that subconscious work and then noticing the next door neighbor's measured pet. It maybe isn't a coincidence. Um, so I'm really enjoying being more paced at the moment. 
and even still, I've had a bad day today. <laughs> but that, and I found myself holding my breath. And so yeah, that's called driven. That's called yeah. That's called drivenness for a reason, because we all like to have drive, especially in business. But you know, we've got the word busyness, busy, yeah, and we have the word drivenness. So we can have drive and ambition, but if we are being driven, like we're having a bad day, things are going not so good, we're not getting as much done as we thought, we start to get driven, we lose our sense of purpose. Yeah, we do. Instead of doing it on purpose, so what I love, and I remember when we were talking about my weight loss journey, my weight loss journey, and I said about the book where it said, put on your bunny slippers. Can you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. And remember to take care of yourself. So if you're in business, you are the employee as well as the employer. So remember to take care of you as well. And I love this because it comes back full circle to almost where we started. Remember, you have the power and choice to take your day, just like that slow speech of Eckhart Tolle, and slow down a little bit so that you have time to breathe. Or go at your normal pace and do what you normally do. Or if you want to go a million miles an hour, that's okay too. But remember, you need to step back and have a break every so often when you're going 100 miles an hour. Otherwise, you'll feel like you're on the roller coaster for the next 24 days. Okay, there you go. So it brings us all the way back to full circle. And I think that's a great time to say it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. If you've enjoyed our conversation today, please subscribe and download the podcast. To share your thoughts on this episode or to suggest future topics, connect with us on Instagram at Real Women Podcast. And thank you for listening. Listening.